1: Welcome to the LA Soccer Hub Show. My name is Gio Garcia. Today is Wednesday, January 13th. We're talking LA Galaxy, man. LA Galaxy signed Jorge Fania. They made that official. It's an exciting time if you're LA Galaxy. You got the Greg Vanney signing the head coach. You got a lot of things, you know, going on in the positive direction. Obviously, there's no games that have been happening just yet. Um, but, you know, the trend is moving upwards if you're the LA Galaxy and the LA Galaxy fan. And here to help me talk about it all, we got Chris Tucker from the Riot Squadcast. Chris, how you doing? What's
0: going on, sir? I'm I'm excellent. I'm doing well.
1: Yeah, man. So excited to have you on. Um, You know, like I said, a lot of things going on with the LA Galaxy. Give me just a, initial thoughts on these last two weeks for the LA Galaxy.
0: Uh, the last two weeks specifically, I, I'd say everything is, is uh, trending in the right direction. I wouldn't go as far as to say everyone should be happy and positive about everything. I try. I'm I'm... I'm working on my mental health. I'm working on trying to be a more positive person, Uh, but I wouldn't say everyone should necessarily be positive yet, but we are definitely moving actively moving in the right direction.
1: Yeah. Moving in the right direction. And there's a lot of going, a lot of things going on. So I just want to talk about how did, how did you get started with the riot Squadcast, and how did that come about? Uh, The the squad
0: cast specifically uh, my, my best friend Ed has kind of been hounding me to do a, a, a podcast about the galaxy with him for, probably the better part of 10 years. And I moved up to Oregon, uh, with my wife a couple of years ago. And we got to the position where, you know, I've been speaking with my my best buddy, Ed, for 10, 15 years, pretty regularly. And once I moved, we stopped communicating as much as we used to. So doing the podcast ensured that we sat down and spoke with each other every week for at least an hour, um, about our favorite subject. So, um, yeah, that just that that it just started out as a conversation and, and even today it's it's a little more structured, but for the most part, it's still just a just a weekly conversation.
1: Yeah, no, it's I mean you guys have been doing a great job. You got a big following. Um, you know, like I said, you know, now now things are you know moving um in the right direction for the LA Galaxy. So let's just go over the transaction. Um the LA Galaxy got uh Jorge Viofania in a twenty twenty twenty-one natural first round uh MLS draft pick, sixteen overall in exchange for the Galaxy's 2021 a natural first-round draft pick, uh, eighth overall. And the Timbers may receive additional allocation money based on Villafania's performance. So essentially if Villafania does good, then it, it gives them a kickback for the Timbers. Um, what What do you think about Jorge Villafania coming for the LA Galaxy? We know the LA Galaxy last season had a lot of issues on the defensive end. Looks mm-hmm. like the only one that's essentially going to stay back on the outside wing it's, and the outside is going to be uh, – Julian Araujo, and then you're going to have Jorge Yofania on the left hand side. Uh, I would say not for wanting of trying, uh, Who Julian Araujo
0: is going to be here. I, th- I think they would have sold him if there was an option. Um, I just don't think the option's there. Uh, specifically for Viafania, I think it's a good move for, um, you know, if you're, I, I'm a long time MLS fan. If, if, if you've watched this for a while, to see how Jorge Viafania came into the league winning the uh, MLS Sueño competition, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, it was a contract for Chivas USA because any person they could get to play for Chivas USA was a, was a benefit to them. Um, but he is a, he is a capable MLS defender. He's, he's, um, he's won championships. His best game he played that I can recall was in a MLS cup with the Timbers. You want that kind of pedigree in your players. Um, and you know, the, the downside is from last year, the best signing we had the best incoming player last year was Emiliano and Sua. And so we're we're losing our best incoming transfer. Or, or, or one of our few wins on last year in the transfer market was in Sua, but we're trading him up for Viafania. The potential positive, you know, you save a domestic spot, you save an international spot rather, as Jorge Viafania is a, a domestic player, you potentially are going to save some money on um on, on his salary, which gives you a little more room to work with. If if the benefit of gaining his money and his international spot outweighs how much better on the field in SUA was than Viafania, then maybe you can build out the rest of that back line with that money and that spot and kind of offset those, those, those losses. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, I'm, I'm positive about the move. I, I like getting a guy who has actively played in major league soccer and done it in major league soccer, even if he hasn't played all that much recently um, and giving him an opportunity to, to, to work and kind of develop his way into the team.
1: Yeah, and, you know, as, as LA Galaxy, and I think that uh, that's the direction they're going as a team, as an organization, and, and with Greg Vanny at the helm, like, you know, it's a rebuilding process, you know, and you start putting, you know, some of those building blocks, and it looks like Villavania, you know, this first year is going to be part of those building blocks. Um, you know, obviously, you're also going to have, you, you still have a lot of room to work with the LA Galaxy. You know, you got some mid, midfielders. You know, you also got to help out with what's going on with our Chicharito up top, and also, we you know, there's also rumors, you know, it hasn't been, you know, official by the LA Galaxy, but Jonathan Bond, uh, he's expected, you know, to be officially signed either this week or next week uh, by the LA Galaxy. And there's also been a lot of rumors, you know, a lot of rumors like you said about Joan Arajo going going to different places, but it doesn't look like that's gonna happen, even though those reports, you know, coming out, you know, that he was going to go to Tottenham wasn't going to happen, you know. LA Galaxy shut all those rumors down and everything that happened, you know. So it's it's looking positive, but I think you you still got a lot more pieces. But I'm also interested what piece Greg Vanny is going to bring cuz you know all these all these players out maybe Jonathan Bond is a player that Greg Vanny wanted, I don't know that. But, you know, I'm also interested what moves Greg Vanny does because we knew about Viafania before Greg Vanny was going to come. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, I think I think Viafania was positioned uh to appear like a Greg Vanny signing the, the mm-hmm. galaxy very interested on on appearances and on optics and how things look uh and you know it, to their credit there is there is an avenue for that you need that to some to some mm-hmm. degree uh, I think we focus on it a bit much but you do need it reports of viafania happened well before uh Vanny's announcement but even to be fair to that Vanny may have happened well prior to his announcement sure. we weren't going to sure. announce him over over the holiday. Um, and, and then you had, you know, the, you had the vote in Georgia, then you had the certification and you had the, the riots. Like we kept kind of having to push all these things back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I'm interested as well to see where we continue to develop and what we bring in um, from around the league. Uh, uh, Hernandez is, is an issue that is, a, is a, not, not even an issue. He is a, a, a mystery that has to be solved. You have to figure him out. Mm -hmm. um bond sounds like i mean bond may bond may be announced by the time your listeners are listening to this um he may be announced as early as tomorrow i thought he was going to get announced today so it may be as early as tomorrow but you know even in bond he is a third string keeper at west brom outside of the fact that he is currently signed to a you know what is by definition uh an english team outside of of that you know that label He's a third string keeper who barely plays, and the most he has played was for a League One team, when I think he was at at Plymouth Argyle. So mm-hmm. it, it's expectations should be uh, uh, limited when it looks like it's going to be a, a toss up between Jonathan Bond and and Jonathan Klinsman. Klinsman has one of the worst goals against average for any Galaxy goalkeeper in history. Just because
1: so many goals got shipped, so well, there's also, that's, that can also go credited to the defense as well. But I, I'm with you. I think I think the positive on Bond, it's a low risk, high reward uh, situation because you don't have to one spend an international spot on Jonathan Bond, right? Because he has a U.S. passport, and two, you don't have to pay him that much. So it's if it's a toss up between him and John and Jonathan Klinsman, uh, you also want you know with Greg Vanny at the helm, he's defensive minded. I think you have you have to have some competition there and it's looking like after Kevin Baxter's reporting it doesn't look like David David Bingham's going to be there so you would have to have if it was if it was going to be Klinsman you would have to have another goalkeeper then it looks like it's going to be you're going to have those two battle out and I think this this is a great opportunity for the other galaxy it could be a really hit or it could be a really miss but if they miss they're not going to miss by you know cashing out you know by paying up that piggy bank with all that money, like sure. I said, it's a low-risk, high-reward. And if, if they hit, man, they, they're going to look great and the team's going to look great. Well, this, this is the only place I would disagree.
0: Um, The risk element is if both of them are basically what we would consider to be backup goalkeepers fighting for a number one. Mm-hmm. Um, the risk is, say, neither of them work. And to say neither of them work is perfectly reasonable for a, th- a pre third. Keeper if they League One three years ago, versus Jonathan klinsman who couldn't get a game at Hertha Berlin, and you know appears to have been able to get to LA due to to you know having a, a, a generous last name and knowing the right people. If if those two guys, one guy who couldn't get a game in Germany and one guy who couldn't get a game in England, are the one and two competing for your number one spot, you probably have a problem. Um, I could I could have seen You know, say we shipped out Bingham in the summer when we realized the the year was a wash, we ship out Bingham then, and we get Jonathan Bond, we say the year is going to be done it's garbage it's all over what have you bond and Klinsman get to fight out a number two spot and you go into the winter, looking for a bonafide tested number one. That's probably what I would have liked them to do. but maybe they've seen enough. I don't know anything about Jonathan Bond, so I I can't you know I same, can't same same I can't yeah I, think I can't of anything. Us, back. I
1: think all of us are the same way. But I think Greg Vanny, you know, I, I don't I don't expect you know them to have both not do well. But if that were the case, I feel like Greg Vanny and his resources within the MLS could pull another goalkeeper and bring him in through the system. You know what I'm saying? I'd Instead hope. of going out there, but I feel like them going to get an international goalkeeper to me and my eyes, that looks like he may be the number one.
0: You know, if if he didn't have a passport, he would definitely be the number one. But if you can get away with paying both of those guys no money, and they're both domestic, is is we it, we can't tell. We couldn't. Know. We don't have enough information to know, and we won't know until we get closer. Mm-hmm. We won't know till preseason hits. But even when when they start scrimmaging, they're going to scrimmage in mixed sides with a with a mixture of starting 11s on both sides, with Klinsman going up against. Uh, uh, a bond. So we, we're going to get an opportunity to see on the field who passes the eye test and who mm-hmm. looks better on the field. Um, but I, I think as of right now, because he's a domestic and because he probably won't cost a ton of money, um, we don't we we just don't have enough information to say who's the number one.
1: Yeah, no worries. Um, so I just want to transition over uh, to Christian Pavone. Um, you know, last week, you know, Christian Pavone was accused of sexual assault, uh, you know, via Instagram, that's when the news broke, that's when I kind of found that. And so you know some outlets out here also reported. Um Pavone since has denied those reports via his Instagram and via you know a statement he put out with his lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um obviously this is not the yellow galaxy's player, but this is a player the yellow galaxy are pursuing. Um give me your initial thoughts of Christian Pavone, the situation. Obviously my experience that I've had with him just vague. Um he seems like a nice guy, great guy. I just know him vaguely. I don't even know him that well. I've just interviewed mm-hmm. him. But I know the LA Galaxy know him better. The people in the organization know him better. Boca Juniors knows him better. Um, but I want to get your thoughts, you and the fans. What do you think of this whole situation? Uh, well, to
0: start, I will say I can give you my opinion on it, not the fans. They're, they're, I, I only speak for me. Um, for me, I don't. you sound like you know him better than I do because you've at least interviewed him. I only, you know, I get to watch him on TV and, uh, obsess over his goals and his play. But, uh, you, you, you've been in a room or spoken to him over the phone. You got me beat. Uh, I will, I, I do think, um, you know, initial surface layer stuff. It's, it's an awful story left or right. You know, whether he's guilty or innocent, if, 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 if he did it, it's awful. And if she's making it all up, you know, it's awful. If it's, if it's mistaken identity, it's awful. If, somehow the wrong person is getting accused and there's another, cause that's one of the rumors. There's another Christian Pavone that, that the ID numbers match up with. No, I, that's, I, that's
1: I, an act. I can shoot that down. That's inaccurate. I've talked to sources down in Boca and that's inaccurate. Christian. David Pavone is the same one. He's so the, the same, same it's the same person. It's the same person. He just okay. used that as when he was playing like in the minor, in the minor leagues of soccer in Boca, that okay. was just one of his old IDs. So yes. So then, if yeah, if she's making it up, then it's terrible.
0: And if, if he did it, it's terrible. Um, I I wasn't in I wasn't in the room, so you know, uh, thank God. I but I wasn't in the room, so I I am in no position to speak definitively on what I think could t- could have taken place. I don't I don't know. I don't know them and, and their situation. Um, I I do know the galaxy really really well. We've seen Christian Pavone for the last time. In my opinion, I think we've seen him for the last time in a galaxy jersey. Mm-hmm. And it's not because it's not to 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 throw guilt at him. It's just, you know, as you say, he's not our player. It's a lot of money to it's separate to say the galaxy are standing by their player. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna see out an investig. We got an investigation going on. We're gonna suspend the player for a week. Hang on, what's uh, we're going to, uh, we're going to suspend the player for a week or, or, you know, uh, we're just going to bench him. We're going to take him out of the side. We're not going to let him play. We're going to send him home, whatever, but we're standing by our guy th- uh, through the end of an investigation. This is asking the organization to stand by a player who plays for someone else that you would still need to put out more money than you want to, because you were, you were at a transfer impasse to begin with, because you didn't want to spend the money that they wanted. It's there's just, there's so many roadblocks mm-hmm. for, for a player who as, as amazing as he is, and he was outstanding on the field. There's nothing take, takes away from that. Um, he wasn't Greg Vaney's guy. Like we, we have a new coach in place. We have a new administration in place. And the guy who was instrumental in even taking advantage of that contract situation to get Pavone in, in the first place, that guy's gone. It's if you're working to build a new administration, you're working to build a new team. You're working to build a new philosophy to some degree, you might be better off letting him go, if only to give your coach more options to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, We need to, you know, as, as we were speaking in the last segment, figuring out the Javier Hernandez mystery, the conundrum of Chicharito is priority number one for any coach coming in, period. We've already seen Jonathan Dos Santos, Christian Pavon, and Javier Hernandez. It doesn't work. It hadn't worked, I should say. In a way that benefited Javier Hernandez, so maybe you can use that Christian Pavone piece to go get somebody who benefits of Javier Hernandez.
1: Yeah, my only thing to that I think just last year Javier Hernandez wasn't working and Pavone was right. Um, and just and just to, just add more onto the situation. Um, I think it does get tricky uh, for the if you're the LA Galaxy, and you know I think as of Monday, according to like the corner of the galaxy, the the LA Galaxy are still in talks to you know. In, in pursuit of getting Christian Pavone. You know, that's that's what I've heard. Um, but I think it also gets tricky because in 2019, Minnesota United were, tar- were targeting Boca Juniors goalkeeper, Agustin Rossi. But the deal didn't go through because he was also accused of domestic abuse in Argentina. The, the allegations were also really well-known um, in Argentina. And, you know, the pursuit for the goal, goalkeeper hadn't ended because essentially Minnesota United didn't want to bring a player that had been accused. And when this was going on in 2019, the abuse happened in 2016. So, but I think in this case it's tricky because, like I said, the LA Galaxy do have a relationship with Christian Pavone. He has played with the with the LA Galaxy. The the higher ups in the LA Galaxy know him, like I said, way better than you and I know the relationship. You know, you've had, you know, uh, you know, people like Dennis Close has had that that, you know, he's committed you know, this was at the time he's committed to his team. He's committed to, you know, the city and everything like that, who he, you know, and then you even had Greg Vanny just recently in his press conference come out and said that, you know, that Christian Pavone is a piece that he would like to get, Um, you know, but I think it does get tricky uh, with these allegations. And, you know, and if, if, if those, if that's what happened, you know, with that goalkeeper, with Agustin Rossi of Boca Juniors, and essentially he didn't come uh, to Minnesota United, Mm -hmm. I could, potentially see that. I mean, the only, the only thing that I could see devalues Christian Pavone's because of value as a player, because he's not playing right, Boca Juniors doesn't get to shop him out. Um, That's the only way it helps it. It helps LA Galaxy because his value is not going up or or whatever, but it's not a good situation either way. You hope for Christian Pavone in the LA Galaxy that, you know, he's not, this is not true. This is false. Um, but it could also go the other way, and I think they also got to think about the PR thing, you know, right? Is not not just the the money aspect. Say Boca is willing to take eight nine million dollars for him, but if we bring him back, is this is he going to have some baggage with them coming back? I think I think the optics of it are things to also consider with Christian Pavone. Absolutely, but if you look, you look historically
0: at like I said, I, I don't know what happened in that room, but I, I do know the Galaxy very well. If you look historically at the Galaxy. Shannon Williams was a backup right back we signed the day after his wife's domestic violence charges were dropped. Literally the next day, Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Dom were accused of racially abusing the same player. Like the, the, the galaxy, Alan Gordon called Will Johnson uh, a, a homophobic slur on national television, got banned for three games. The galaxy aren't opposed to um, you know, the Galaxy aren't opposed to ignoring some uh, uh, nastier elements of players that they sign if they want to sign them.
1: Yeah, i but they they would have came out and publicly said like, "Hey, we're in, you know we're going to stop negotiations." But as of Monday, they they said that there's still interest of Christian Pavone. You know, so I'm, I'm I get what you're saying, but I think Galaxy has not mm-hmm. come out and said that like, "Hey, we're going to stop the negotiations or we're just going to hold off to see what's actually going on." They haven't come out and said that. Oh, which if he, I'm, if, if I'm he were with... charged,
0: if he were charged, I I think within a couple hours. Oh, of course, of done.
1: course, of course. But of as, course.
0: as long as it's an, but I, I think we're, I think essentially we're saying the same thing. As long as there are accusations, um, the organization is going to say we're we're just continuing business as normal. Any person can make an accusation about anybody. The police are going to investigate it, and we'll move on from there. But the reason I think Christian is is done here any investigation to find out whether he's innocent or guilty is going to take longer than the January window. And if, if, if we, if we get off to a slow start, I don't, I don't see Javier Hernandez and this might be a good segue into, into Mm -hmm. Chicharito. If we get off to a slow start, I don't see Javier Hernandez getting hot later in the year. He's a guy who's never played. who hasn't, sorry, I shouldn't say never. A guy who hasn't played 3000 minutes since he left Chivas Guadalajara. And he, we're going to ask him to play 3,300 minutes a year minimum. Every year he's here. So more than likely, later in, in the campaign, he's gonna start to slow up. Age is gonna start to hit him, the miles on the legs are gonna start getting a little harder. We don't have time to wait until the summer to replace Christian Pavon if he's not coming back.
1: I'm
0: with fixing, you. I'm with, I'm I'm with you. I'm DB with you on that. Start immediately.
1: I'm with, I'm with you on that because I also think just to close this off, like how long if you're the LA like Galaxy? You know, willing to want to bring him here, right? Because you're you're gonna want another DP spot. You want to use that DP spot, just to finish off here. I saw you post your, you know, your Chicharito. You've been talking about Chicharito a lot. I'm assuming you're a fan of, you're a big fan of his. Um, you, I mean, you, really. <laughs> you, you know, you you change your your your. Are you optimistic at least? I would say I'm because of you, yeah. you you change your your Twitter your Twitter profile, but um. You know, he's, he's doing all the right things in social media world, right? Doing all the right things. He's posting about the other galaxy more and stuff. But that's fine. But I think he has – he really might have dug himself into a hole. Um, those are That's my opinion because of the way – what he went through in the you know, the season he had. Um, and, you know, whenever you talk about Chicharito, you're split 50-50. Some people like mm-hmm. him. Some people don't like him. I'm um, in the belief you have to give him a second chance. Because you do, because you're paying him all this money. You have to. And Greg Vanny has to make this work. And Greg Vanny said, like, you know, he understands what type of player he is. And I don't think Guillermo really understood how to get the best out of him um, tactically, right? Whether, Whether Chicharito was there mentally or not. But I think I'm really interested to see how to your point, how Greg Banny builds his team to get the best out of, out of Chicharito as a team. And he, he said in his press conference that you have to work as a team to get the best of Chicharito, you know, getting the box play and everything like that. What, what do you think Chicharito has to do this this upcoming season? Um, he,
0: he I think he's doing, so far, he's doing the things he needs to do. He needs to drop 10 pounds. And at least from Instagram, it looks like he's, if he hasn't done that, he's well on his way. Um, he needs to draw which is rich coming from a fat ass like me, but I think he needs to, he needed to drop some weight. Uh, I think he needed to get some finality in this, uh, drama with his wife and his marriage situation. And it, 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 looks like, um, there's still some petty back and forth Instagram, you know, bullshit going on between the two of them. But it seems like there's pretty clear lines about the separation and, and, and them kind of going in their own path. Um, I'm optimistic for him. I, I, I to correct you earlier, I, I'm not really a fan of his. Um, I,
1: I, what was what was the reason of you putting your your his photo on your Twitter? What was, I'm positive. Was positive? I'm,
0: I'm I'm optimistic and positive. I I think he is. I'm I, I'm supporting a brother doing what he has to do to fix the things that aren't going well in his life. Um, It sounds like he and his wife were kind of going back and forth and may have had some some marital issues. And he was definitely carrying some weight. And as an athlete, that's, you know, you're not doing your job. He, he shored that aspect up and he seems to have lost weight. He seems like he's, he's trying to find some peace in his, in his personal life. I'm I'm supportive of someone putting himself on the right path. And I, I hope he does well as, as a, as just as a galaxy fan, it's, it's a very, very, very simple equation. If that dude is trash, we're going to have a bad year mm-hmm. period uh, in my heart and soul, I I pray the galaxy does as well as possible. And, and I understand logically for that to take place, Javier has to be good. So I got to be optimistic that he's good. And it's, it's, it's reassuring to see, um, him doing the work on his end to ensure that he's good and and that he's effective. Um, now it's, it's on the galaxy to bring in the players and make the signings that are going to help make him as effective as possible.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, not only that you're, you know, he's the highest paid player and, you know, you, ha- you have to make it work and, you know, you're paying all that money and he's also a DP player. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. I think, the, you know, him seeing him running on Runyon Canyon and posting all those things. Those are I think if you're a fan of his or, you know, someone that's optimistic about him, those are things that you want to see, uh, want to see moving forward. But also you want to see those on the field. You want him want to see him scoring goals. You want to see him affecting the game. Um, and you know, get a win. They like, you want to get a win. They, they won because of Chicharito. They won because of this pass that needs that. because of that, you know, and I think those, we didn't really, we didn't see that at all that, that this, uh, this last season. and I think He was those, trash. Like, yeah. He was trash last year. There's no two ways about it.
0: And I, you know what I, the, the upside is honestly, I think he'd tell you that. And, and that's what I need. I, I don't, I don't think Gio would have ever told me he had a trash season, but I think if you, if you got Javier in a room and sat him down one-on-one, he would have told you he was garbage last year. And I believe he's doing the work to not be garbage next year. And as a, as a fan base, I mean, just as a human being, everyone has to realize last year is done. Mm -hmm. It's it's over. You got to move past, you got to move past all of it. Uh, I don't think GBS knew how to take advantage of, of Chicharito. I agree with you, but I also don't think GBS was positioned or prepared to play marketing decisions. I think he came from a system where if, if a forward, every forward at Boca juniors knows, there are seven guys behind him waiting to take his spot. Every person, every midfielder at Lanaus knows there's there's eight guys in the academy and in the second team and in the U23s, chomping at the bit to take your role. And if you can't perform, someone's going to replace you. Yeah, I think we brought in GBS, looking at his Lanaus system, looking at his Boca system. But you come here and you need to play. We're gonna sign this guy whether he's in shape or not. We're gonna sign this guy whether he's played games in the last year or not. We're gonna sign this guy as your only center forward who hasn't played more than 3,000 minutes in a decade as your only center forward, whether you like it or got a backup or not. Because we got to sell jerseys, we got to compete in the market, and we gotta to try to get uh we gotta stop losing kids to to LAFC.
1: So yeah, no, no, I'm I'm with you on that. So what 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 is your think? What cause I know Galaxy have come out and said that. You know they're not in the business of marketing players. Mark, but- no. The, qu- the quote is: marketing decisions are way,
0: way last. There's no way for me to show it to you, but marketing decisions are way, way last on the list.
1: Sounds like you're quoting uh, Chris Klein. Chris there. Klein, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. He's not very good at his job, in my, opinion. <laughs> in my opinion. I don't know. Some people might think he's great.
1: No, 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 no way. And I like and I like the pure the pure honesty because I mean this is what the show is about, and this is why I wanted to have you you, uh, you on and stuff because uh, you know you. With the other Galaxy, they've been so long, right? I know the five-time MLS champions and stuff, but I the way I look at it, just as a baseball term, you're only good as your last at-bat. And Galaxy's last, last four at-bats, the last four years have not been good. And I think this is the first time I feel as watching them, you know, after hearing Greg Vanny speak that, okay, one, he understands MLS. He understands the system and everything. And he also understands what he's working with. And I think with GBS, like you said, like you know, there were there was a different type of system, you know. Um, here, here in the MLS, it's, it's not like that. You have to do a lot more with less, you know. And just the three DPs and everything. And Greg Vanny already being successful with the system, I, I think. You know, I have the belief that he he will succeed with the LA Galaxy. I mean, you can't get any worse than what you did last year, right? What you you know what you did. That, anything anything that you do, anything that Greg Vanny does that's better than last year is going to look good, right?
0: I will tell you what I say on this show. Often, it can always get worse.
1: It can always not, get worse, but you know, we're not we're not hoping it gets it gets worse. But um, but hey, man, I, it's been a pleasure talking with you. I know you got to go. It's kind of late. Um, you got to do some things. But hey, uh, for all the people that don't follow you, let them know where they can follow you at.
0: Um, you can follow me at Old Man Ben on Twitter. <laughs> no, uh, you can follow me at Zero Cool One Thirty Eight on Twitter. And uh, uh, at Riot Squadcast, it's a, a Galaxy podcast. We do once a week on Wednesdays. Uh, we talk from anywhere from about an hour and a half to about two and a half hours, uh, just about whatever's gone on in the week uh, involving the Galaxy. We do uh, a trivia show every couple weeks, where you can you can learn a little bit about Galaxy, specifically on Galaxy history. Um, just to explain who I am a little bit. I have uh, I do a lot of like weird note taking of Galaxy history. For example, Greg Vanney's first signing for the Galaxy was Jorge Villafana, um uh, a left-sided uh, former midfielder who's going to play left-back. Bruce Arena's first signing for the Galaxy was Eddie Lewis, uh, a former left midfielder who would play left-back. It's a little wow. weird parallel. Luck. There we go. I, we like, got the tr- I like strange shit like that. Nice, so, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: I like that, man. I like that. Um, but, yeah, man, I appreciate you being on. Uh, everybody that's listening, if you enjoy this episode, make sure to give this a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure to give Chris a follow. You guys can also follow me at Geo Garcia LA on Twitter. Also, check us out on LA Soccer Hub on Instagram and Facebook. For Chris, this is Geo. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody.